Hey, 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 everybody. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I talk a lot about marketing, business building, mindset, manifestation, and sales. And what I have found is that if you're really listening for a long time and you're actually implementing the strategies that I give you, you're creating a nice process to bring people into your world to learn about you and then you provide value to them, you build a relationship, and eventually they buy your service. But there's one really tricky part of this that some of you get hung up on and that's the discovery call. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right, let's get into it. We're talking about discovery calls today. A discovery call is after you've built up a relationship with your prospect you know that you can help them, you are aware of their problems, and they are aware that you are the solution or the possible, the potential solution to their problems, you might get on a call with them. This is the last step in the sales process before actually making the sale. And so this is what we call a discovery call. Now in this session, very often coaches and healers get really scared. They're like a deer in the headlights. All right, they've warmed up the people, you've moved them along in the process, you've built a relationship, you're very excited, sometimes nervous, and then you get to the discovery call and uh, you don't know what to say. <laughs> well, if you don't know what to say, it's going to be tricky to sell your service. So today I wanted to walk you through how this doesn't really need to be a big over-the-top thing. Of course, you don't need to sound salesy. You don't have to have a script memorized. I do recommend you have some questions prepared and you bring them to the call, but this is just a conversation. So I want you to be in the mindset of knowing that this is just a conversation. It's not a sales call. It's a conversation to really understand and get to the root cause of the problem that your potential client has. So you're just going to ask questions so that you can really understand on a deeper level what the issue is. And then you can assess the situation and see if you are able to help this person. And the truth is that in this session, you are interviewing this potential client just as much as this potential client is interviewing you as their coach or healer. So this is actually a mutual relationship. It's an energy exchange that goes both ways. So you don't need to show up and feel nervous, like what if you say the wrong thing, or what if you don't show up professionally? All you need to understand is it's two people having a conversation just to assess and see if you can help each other out. And then you're gonna provide a lot of information here because the goal here is not to make this sale, if you make the sale, that's the cherry on top. That's the exciting extra. But the goal here is to empower the other person on the other side of the phone call or the Zoom, if you're doing video, to make a decision with all the information that they have. So your goal here is to essentially give them all the information they need and to assess where they are coming from. So to begin, basically, you just want to warm them up whether this is a little bit of chit chat or you tell them thank you for hopping on, but this should not be a long drawn out thing. Some of the people I coach are doing this for like three minutes and that is 
two minutes and 30 seconds too long. (laughs) You want to keep this short and sweet and get to the point because your time is valuable and so is theirs. And if you chit chat for so long on the front end of the call, you're not going to let them feel like you believe their time is valuable. They're here for a reason and they want to find out what it is you offer or how you can help them. So maybe just say, hi, thanks for being here. It's great to get on a conversation call with you, and I'm excited to see if we are a good fit today. When you start off that way, you position yourself as the alpha, you're taking control of the call, and also you're just getting into the nitty-gritty. You've already set the stage. So we just say, we want to see if this is a great fit for you today. I want to learn a little bit about you, what you've been going through, and If we find that I might have a solution for you, I'll break that down for you in the end as well. And then you ask permission to continue. How does that sound? Now, of course, they're going to say yes, because that's why they're there. But when you're asking permission, what you're doing is you are showing respect to them and you're not pushing anyone. You're saying, hey, I want to share some things with you. Is that okay with you? And then they say yes, and you continue. And if they say no, very simply, okay, well... I don't want to waste either of our time. It's been great being on the call with you, but uh, let's wrap this up here. And that's it. Now, I've never had that happen in the first five minutes, but if at any time during the call you feel like it's not a good fit, you can end the call in that way, which is very polite to the point. And honestly, it goes back to time. Time is valuable. So if you know 15 minutes into a one-hour call it's not a good fit, don't waste those last 45 minutes for you or for them. So we're interviewing both ways here to see if it's a good fit, right? So the very first thing you want to do is say, hey, why'd you hop on a call with me today? This puts the ball in their court and lets them open up about really why they wanted to connect with you. Now, after they tell you the answer, you want to acknowledge what they said. Thank you so much for sharing. And you can even do a recap, which would look like, thank you so much for sharing. So what I'm hearing you saying is that you've been struggling with blah, 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 And that's why you wanted to get on this call today. Is that right? And then they'll say yes. Now you can do this recap at any time throughout the call after several questions, after one or two questions, but we're just doing a check-in. We want to make sure that they know that we are listening and you want to actually be listening. So I like to take notes while the other person is speaking because that helps me remember what they say and it really absorbs into my brain. So thanks for sharing. And then you just want to be conversational. The key questions you want to focus on are to find out what they have been doing in the past and why it isn't or hasn't been working. So you can say, hey, can you share a little bit about what's been going on or what have you tried in the past or what isn't working for you? What have you tried? Now you want to get to the bottom of what they've tried before so that you could see if there's something you could bring into the mix that will give them a different perspective. You also want to find out how long this problem has been going on. So if they're trying to lose weight, for example, you could say, how long have you been trying to lose weight? What other programs have you tried before? Why do you think losing weight isn't working for you? These are three very key questions to include in your discovery call. Now, if you are a life coach and you're helping moms feel like they've got all their shit together, they're not overwhelmed, they don't have self-doubt, and you're really boosting their confidence, then this question would look like, so can you tell me how long you've been feeling this way? What have you been trying in the past? Why has what you've been trying, insert what they've been trying, not been working for you? 
Those are the questions that you want to focus in on. Then you're going to listen to their answer and quickly go through your mental Rolodex of which clients you've helped before that have a similar issue or if you yourself has gone through that. And the truth is that our prospective clients are who we used to be. So if you don't have any testimonials to share or any client wins, then you can just bring your own personal story. But you want to pick out something that is relatable to what they just shared with you. So you'd say something like, oh, I had a client who had similar issues and this is the result that I got for them. So now they feel at home like, oh, this is the right person that can help me. She just helped someone else with the same issue. Or again, if you're using your own story, they could say, this might be the right person to work with. She's gone through it before too, so she understands. Now, of course, because it's conversational, there will be times where you want to have even more understanding, a deeper understanding of getting to that root cause. So think of some follow-up questions that you can ask to get a deeper understanding. Now, these are the types of questions you can't write down. They're the types of questions that come to you in the moment based on what the other person says. So these change from person to person. And that's why you need to get on so many discovery calls so that you become more natural and this feels like second nature to you. But if we're just sitting back and relaxing and remembering this is just a conversation and you don't have all this pressure on you, then you'll be able to go through this process with ease. You just listen to what they say. If you've got all the information you need, you go to the next question. But if you don't, you ask a follow-up question to get better understanding. So now you want to paint a picture for them. So you could say something like, imagine us working together. What would that look like? What would you want to accomplish in our time together or during the three months where we work together? What would you want to accomplish? And you're painting that picture so they really have to think about what do I want to achieve? And now this is helping you assess, are they a good fit? Because are you able to create that result for them in this time frame? And if the answer is no, is it because what you offer isn't the solution or because what they're trying to achieve isn't realistic? And this is where you get to evaluate that. So if they say, I want to be a multimillionaire by the end of the eight weeks and I'm currently bringing in $1,000 a month, that's not realistic. So this is a good time to set realistic expectations and also to determine if this person really is a good fit for your program and what it would look like for you guys to create this working relationship where you are trying to help them achieve a goal, create a transformation, and move them to that light at the end of the tunnel. You get to decide if this is a good fit, and this is where that happens. My signature program is now open for applications. Marketing with Intention will teach you everything you need to know to book out your one-on-one -on -one calendar and fill your group programs so you can add 10K plus to your monthly revenue. I invite you to apply if you are a female business owner who believes you should be a wealthy, successful woman. You are heart-centered, intuitive, and you aren't afraid of hard work. You love to help women grow, heal, and live freer, more joyful, more abundant lives. This program is for holistic healers, life coaches, mindset coaches, health coaches, nutritionists, intuitive healers, Reiki practitioners, mentors, service providers, or other variations of coaches and healers. Spaces fill up quickly, so visit tinyurl.com slash workwithmeliss 
There's no A at the end of my name for more information and to apply. See you on the other side. Now, we've answered all the questions. You know where they are. And this is where you make the decision on if this person is a good fit for you. The decision for them to see if you're a good fit for them will come soon. But right now, it's your choice. If you feel like you've got all the information you need and this person is not a good fit, you do not offer them your package. Now, I know that sounds crazy because you've spent all this time with them on the phone, but it's not crazy because we don't want to be offering our package to people we don't know we can help. If we know we cannot help them, it is a disservice to offer your package to them. And they will respect you a whole lot more if you just say that and you're honest. Hey, based on what I learned here, I don't think this is a great fit for you. And you can give them two options. One, you can give them a referral to somebody else who does work in that industry and would be a good fit for them. Or you can pass them on to some resources, your Facebook group, a few books they can read so that you still provide them value, but you do not offer them your package. Now, if at this point in the conversation, you realize we are a good fit, then you want to let them know that. And you would say, based on what you said and what you told me here, I feel that you are a great fit for my program. Or you could say, I feel that I am the right person to help you get to those goals that we discussed in the call. So would you like me to break down how we can do that for you? Or would you like me to show you how we can accomplish that? And again, we're asking permission and they say, yes, sure, go ahead. Now, this is where you need to know what your proprietary method is. Step one, step two, step three to getting the results that you get your clients. And so you would explain this process to them. This is what we do. We do A, then we do B, and then we do C. We get clear on how you achieve that result. And then you would answer any questions that come up. Now, when it comes to talking about the investment, you want to make sure that you are bringing that up. So you could say, would you like to talk about the investment? Just asking it like that allows for them to not feel like, oh, is she going to push this on me or what is it going to be? It's kind of like, hey, I know we're here to discuss these things and I want to help you. Are you ready to talk about the investment? And it gives them a sense of relief, like they're comfortable. And they say, sure, let's do it. So before you give the payment plan or the investment, the price of your program, I want you to recap everything that is included in your package. So you would say, all right, we are going to work together for this many weeks and we are going to accomplish these few things and the investment is blah, blah, blah if you make payments and blah, blah, blah if you pay in full. It is industry standard to charge a little bit more for allowing them to make payments as it requires more effort on your part and you have to keep track of those payments coming in and you have to maybe send extra invoices or if the payments don't come in, you have to follow up. So there's a lot more headache involved in taking payments so there is a little bit of a price bump in there. And then once you say what the investment is, this is where you need to be quiet. A lot of people get this wrong. They say the investment and then they start doubting themselves. And I've heard coaches, because I ask coaches to record their calls and then they send them to me. I have heard coaches say, and the investment is blah, 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 and then immediately go into self-doubt mode. But you know, if we need it, then we can discuss and da, 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 da. Don't go into self-doubt mode. I've also seen where people immediately start talking to fill that silence because they don't want it to be awkward. So they say the investment is blah, 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 blah. They take maybe one or two beats 
And then they go, so tell me what you're thinking or, okay, are you ready to sign up? Or, and they just jump into it. I want you to say the investment and then I want you to shut up. Just be quiet. <laughs> Don't say anything for a long enough time where you think, okay, it is a little bit awkward here. Chances are they're going to come in and break that silence. Now, if they don't break that silence, then you can come in and you can say, hey, what's coming up for you? The reason why we want that silence is because people need to think. They need time to absorb all the information and you don't want to interrupt them in that process. If you've ever been in the zone, you're really focused and you're working on something and someone interrupts you, it immediately pulls you away. It like yanks you out of that zone. And that's not what we want. We want people to stay with their thoughts, think this through, and then be able to gather their thoughts without any interruption. So that's why we do that. Now, if it's very, very long, that silence is like, okay, wait a minute, what's going on here? Then you can break it and say, hey, what's coming up for you here? Just do a check-in. What's coming up for you? Now, if they say, all right, let's do it, I want you to take the payment on the phone. Get the payment while you are there. So make sure you have a system set up to collect payments in that way. And if they are not ready or they're not sure, then this is the opportunity to get very, very clear on why they can't make a decision yet. Chances are either number one, they don't see the value in your service because you haven't explained that well enough, or number two, they have additional questions. And you really want to uncover what those questions are so that you can answer them. So that, again, the goal of this call is you can empower them to make a decision based on the information they have. So you want to make sure that you are giving them all of that information. So that's why we want to make sure we answer all questions that they may have. Now, if they say they need to think about it or they have to ask somebody or whatever and you need to give them a few extra days or hours or whatever to make a decision, make sure you get a follow-up call booked while you are on that first call. Remember, you aren't trying to convince them to buy your service. That isn't the point of the call. It isn't to twist their arm into getting into your program. That's not going to help anyone and you're not going to enjoy working with someone that you forced into the program. Your job is to help them understand if they want to be here, if this is a good fit for them, if you are the right coach for them, if the solution you have really does solve their problem, you want to empower them to make a decision that's right for them. Now, you are going to come up with some objections. That's natural. But don't worry because that's coming up in one of the next podcast episodes. So I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Hey coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.